Welcome to the movie Lighthouse, shining a light through the fog of film. My yes, name we is are. James. Crashing my uh, intro. I'm I'm Laurie. And I'm Wyndham. <laughs> we'll get it right one day. All right, and this is a little special we've got no. for you. Um, we are going to be reviewing the film Benny Loves You. All right, and I'm just going to give Benny you... Benny Loves You. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, so I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, background about it. So, um, about is this how... Benny out of um, that motel program from the eighties? Crossroads. Down, 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 down. That would be a bit freaky if Benny did love you. Oh, Crossroads. Benny, Benny All right, so about very different movie. Five or six weeks ago, um, I had as ever a load of films that we had to watch for the movie lands, which I was not wanting to watch. <laughs> Because you know what it's like when you're, you have to do something. Yeah. And I was um, just on Amazon and this just kind of popped up. And I th- and it was kind of, it was selling it like a child's play thing and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, oh, it was kind of right up my street, really. So I stuck it on and I was just kind of so impressed on so many different levels, which we'll get into, uh, that... You know, I, I spoke to you guys and said, look, check this out. I really like to do this as a little review special. And then yeah. you get, both watched it. And I was like, oh, God, I hope they like it. Uh, anyway, let me give you some facts about it. It was released in 2019. Um, it's directed um, by Carl Holt, written by Carl Holt. Uh, he did the screenplay. The music was by John Bow. Um, and it was a winner of Fright Fest 2020. Or best uh, for best film, first blood, and it was a nominee at the Razareel 2020. Um, so let me see what else it's. I don't know if this is right or not, but it says it said on my Rotten Tomatoes it gets 100%, which is pretty damn cool. What? Yeah. And notable actors Carl Holt plays Jack. I was gonna say, was it just Carl Holt reviewing it on Rotten Tomatoes? Not that it's not a good <laughs> film, be. but 100% is really punchy. So it would be that and Paddington 2. Would yeah. be the only two yeah. films in history that gets 100%. <laughs> so Claire Cartwright played Dawn, George Colley played Richard, James Parsons plays Ron, Anthony Styles plays Bad Cop, Darren Benedict plays Good Cop, uh, Lydia Horahan plays Tara, um, David Woman plays Phil, and I think that'll. Pr- oh, let- Jennifer Healy plays uh, Ashley's mother. Yay! Uh, yeah. Um, and Bella Monday plays Ashley. Katrina McDonald plays Jack's mum. Greg Barnett was David. Logan Murray was young Jack. And Greg Page was Jack's dad. Wow, you're Next. calling them all out. Wow, well, I thought that. I was halfway there and um, I wanted to give the mother a shout. So um, let's have a clip. This is Benny. As long as you have him by your side, nothing can ever hurt you. Not even a demon's in the hallway. Apart from them. I'm in the area with a buyer on Monday. It's getting quite lonely. It's more of a family home. I have to get this finished. Lots of people are saying you're already finished. You haven't evolved. I can't send my creative director to New York in a Goonies T-shirt. Can't be bargained with. Can't be reasoned with. He doesn't feel pity or remorse. He absolutely will not stop until you are dead. What's this got to do with me? another cuppa. All right, guys. So first yeah. off, you've heard my thoughts about it. Um, well, no, we so we heard your thoughts that you saw it was on Amazon and you went, oh, I think that could be up my street. So once you watched it, did you find it was deeply up your street? Oh, 
Absolutely, absolutely. Deep I mean, in your street. I thought in a way it had been written for me. It it just <laughs> reminded me of um, the League of Gentlemen. Uh, you know that kind of slightly surreal, warped kind of comedy with that kind of um, horror element going on. I think it won me over from the moment where he was having his birthday party at the start, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> you know his dad was put on the shelf, and then the you know the shelf fell on the dad, and the mum tripped, and uh, you know got killed by uh, uh, what is it? Cheese and pineapple, pineapple sticks, cocktail <laughs> sticks, and I just thought this is an absolute pineapple unique. and cheese on cocktail sticks in the face. <laughs> there you Brilliant. go. Yeah, and I and, and I was just impressed all the way through. Um, I loved. I, you know, I was kind of blown away by, I'm still not quite sure if it was animation or puppetry or a mixture of both, but I'll tell you what, it, for me, I mean, we know what dodgy CGI looks like, and but the effects I thought were great. Anyway, that was my first thoughts. Windham, what did you think? Um, I think I agree. I think my first thoughts were this <laughs> is not that kind of proper... I mean, you haven't mentioned what the budget was. I don't know whether you know, but it's got that kind of no, I very British low budget horror taking nothing too seriously really kind of piss takey but still really very entertaining and i think when you in the first 10 minutes or whatever when you have his birthday and his parents are killed in the manners that they are killed you kind of go yeah this this is this has got some legs to it yeah <laughs> brilliant what about you lovey yeah no i really loved it i think Similarly, it was it was around that part when the demise of the parents happened. I was like, right, OK, I'm in because it, it just stinks of that whole, like you say, that low budget kind of thing. But it's been you can see there's love, there's craft in it. It's been done very well. But that that low budget, it, it, uh, that scene in particular, it screams of the, you know, Peter Jackson's early films, you know, Bad Taste or um, Brain Dead, that whole kind of vibe. And when you get the shot of the mother with a face you know, impaled by uh, pineapple, cheese and pineapple chunks on cocktail sticks. Uh. It's just like, yeah, it's proper Peter Jackson jazz. But I absolutely loved it. I suppose probably worth kind of framing what this story is. Oh, yeah. So, give us a bit of a synopsis, Mr. I'll, yeah, I'll give a stab. So you've got this guy, this dude called Jack, who's basically, he's a, he's a toy designer. He still lives with his parents. He's basically a man-child, really. And then this horrendous happening happens to his parents and basically that means that his childhood home is under jeopardy of having to be sold he just ticks along at his job at the toy design place so he has to kind of sort of pull his socks up become a real man and um part of doing that is throwing away his beloved teddy and he does it in, it's not in really quite ceremonious as you see in like sort of Toy Story where Andy like, he's just literally just chucks it in a, <laughs> in a plastic box downstairs and like whatever. Um, but this, in this, this film, in this universe, there is some entity where a loved toy, if it is discarded, comes back and kicks your ass, man. And that's your Benny. That's his, his, his teddy. And uh, it kind of comes back and wreaks wow. havoc. I never actually looked at it like that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Because we get like a little uh, before the credits scene, don't we, with another toy and uh, we hear Yeah, about... there's this thing, isn't there? There's this, this strange hex. Yeah. And again, that kind of similar, a little bit like Gremlins. I mean, at the end of the film, you get kind of like this sort of 
voiceover goes on and it goes over to like a garbage bin or whatever and some toys obviously been discarded in there and then the smoke starts billowing from there so there's like this kind of do not dream of discarding one of your beloved toys i was thinking about this though so if, if it was me I'll have like a Manelium Falcon, a demonic Manelium Falcon, <laughs> like coming around trying to kill me. I'd have Do like a book. To... Yeah. Oh, no, have no. A I'd have a, I'd have a bear, a teddy bear. Ah. See? What was yeah. your teddy bear called, Wim? It was called Bobby because I was very imaginative at the time. Oh, very good. Bob, Bobby. Bobby. All right. So let's get back. He sounds terrifying. Actually, I might have a Castle Grayskull as well running around after me too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the characterization because I think. That's one of the strengths of this film. And so, yeah, I mean, what won me over was uh, the boss and just the way. So this this guy was, again, they're all kind of heightened, stylized sort of character controls, aren't they? But yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he only stammers on the word F, which I thought was just inspired. So, Especially when he gets angry and has yeah. some harking things to say. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got... Um, the kind of a big, um, the rival, the work rival, I suppose, who, yeah. again, is Who you just... know is going to die. You know Ben is going to screw that gas or bay it. <laughs> but I quite liked his development, really, because they didn't, it wasn't just, you know, usually those people are just on the side, cause a lot of chaos and then die. But he became like quite in on part of the action, part of the story. Yes. And I love the fact that he was a massive Prince fan. And obviously, I think this yeah. was written um, before Prince's demise, you know, which doesn't really make any difference. But, uh, you know, I thought that was a nice touch. And just finally, the one I wanted to talk about was uh, the love interest. Uh, what was her name? Oh, she's, um, yeah, she's really great. Well, she's really great because she's kind of quite different as well. She's the only kind of borderline grounded character you have in this all the characters you get are very like you say kind of heightened that kind of peter jackson again brain dead kind of you know yeah. very character could you funny but, surreal but you can tell you could you can really tell the trouble behind her eyes and the kind of <laughs> you, you know it's it, i really liked her and then obviously you know she had that wonderful phoebe cates moment where yeah uh, she she started talking about her own toll. yeah <laughs> right I've, anyway i've talked enough what do you think about the characters guys I think I, I I agree with you. I think there's that um, if you kind of flip it to something like Shaun of the Dead, where yep, there's absolutely. that kind of characterization where you've got the the you know Jack is this do he's just this man child who is unfulfilled, but you've then got his love interest who is his boss or, or a senior um, manager within the the toy company that he works for. But there's always that kind of really Britishness about all of the characters that, you know, they'll, they'll go so far and everything will be going to hell and then it'll be like, maybe we should have a cup of tea. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. There is literally that, that line. It's just really lovely. And the guy who is the, um, is the professional rival, what I really like about him is ordinarily, if this was an American film, he'd be super handsome and he'd be super slick. Yeah. And he'd be on top of everything. This guy's a bellend there's no two ways about it and you can tell he's a bellend early doors and then he continues to kind of prove it yeah really good all right so all right let's talk a little bit about benny himself so the that is dull that comes back uh, comes to life um, and he's got a load of catchphrases hasn't he um okie dokie ta-da and i've just been going around saying this i showed this film to my nieces last week and they loved it 
They absolutely, what, 16, 17? Uh, And they lapped it up completely. Got the humour, got got it, got it. You know, so um, that was, I was really pleased about that. Uh, What did you think about, was it an animation or was it a puppet? I think it was a bit of both, was it? I think it's a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like you say, the way he, that he, the way that you know, the, uh, Carl Holt, you know, the guy that stars as Jack, he does a brilliant performance as Jack. Gives the guy depth, funny, great comedy timing. But the film that he's made here is actually is such a really great finish. Obviously, you can tell it's that low budget, but it really is genuinely on par potentially with kind of Shaun of the Dead. Mm. Um, even though you can, I, I would not be surprised that the budget of this was considerably lower than Shaun of the Dead, but he's done a brilliant job. Some of the shots, like whenever they're burying something in the back gra- garden, he sort of deliberately kind of slows down the scene, does a wide shot and makes it really quite an arty moment. As <laughs> yeah. Throwing like a teddy bear or something or a head or whatever into the into the ground, whatever, but it, it looks great. And like you say, the animation, the, the slow motion, sometimes you get some slow-mo shots of Benny kind of doing like a matrix kind of thing. It looks great. Yeah. Um, so he's done brilliant, really brilliant. And what yeah, and it's cute think, oh, as well. No, it's, I was just gonna say there is that, whilst you watch it thinking low budget, you're constantly sat there going, shit, this, this is low budget. This, yeah, it is, a, it is such a good finish. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And, 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 and like the shots of the robot, I thought were brilliant. I mean, they have to be mm. animation, surely. I don't know, but the fact that I'm oh, when they have the fight, the yeah, 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 the yeah, knife fight. So. No, I think yeah. they trained the robot and a <laughs> <laughs> midget you, in a suit. The other thing, and I wasn't sure if I was keen on it to start with, but you know the um, the uh, the first the girlfriend that comes around to the house and has got the catch. All right, babes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when she comes back and they do that kind of thing where um, that you see her walking through the house and then it keeps flash forwarding to glimpses from like the future. Yeah, it's really, really quite clever, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. He's got, got it all in there because when you mentioned about the League of Gentlemen, they kind of that almost sort of reminds you a little bit of like the odd Inside Number Nine episode where they're kind of sort of, you know, they they change with the editing. You see things at different points but he's playing around loads in this and it's obviously you can tell he is a massive you know film fan because the amount of references that he's he's got into this bad boy i mean like obviously puppet masters which is a film that we reviewed mm-hmm. so if yeah definitely go and check that out listeners great film do you mean puppet masters or puppet master oh no. sorry puppet master big big difference puppet masters oh. avoid james loves it but no one else <laughs> loves it puppet <laughs> Master, that one. But, you know, Close Encounters is in there. Gremlins, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Aliens, Goonies. Um, Terminator. Terminator. Just, I mean, it's all in there. If you love all that stuff, if you love a you're kind of like, you know, a low budget little film, which no one's probably ever heard of, it's definitely going to be, I definitely think it could easily become a cult film for sure. It's that good. And it's that kind of obscure. It could be that wonderful little culty film. And like you say, your, your nieces watched it. They got it. They thought it was yeah, funny. So, which, which pleased me as well, because, you know, it, I felt, wow, this really appeals to me. And obviously all those references, it's kind of my kind of era. But yeah, my nieces loved it as well. Um, so I have been like messaging a little bit with uh, my mate Carl, the director. Oh, uh, yeah. Because uh, I wanted really? to... Really? Uh, yeah, did I not mention this to you guys? 
Wow. I didn't mention it seven or eight times. I didn't want it to influence whether you like the film or not, you see. Uh, <laughs> I've been but, drinking a lot lately and my memory's shocking. But uh, he's like, he's kind of wiped out because he's doing loads of interviews trying to promote in America. But Oh, brilliant. Uh, He's, I mean, he's done everything from start to finish with this film. He's done the whole bloody thing. And he was saying, you know, they have quite a few more inventive deaths, but they had to cut back due to budget restrictions. But I, I don't I don't see any point where, you know, we kind of miss out. I think he gets the balance just right, really. Yeah, and you definitely don't feel there's a, it could do with a bit more here or there's a, there's a slack piece. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty tight. All right. Um, any final thoughts then? Other than it's a, just a jolly good movie. Go yeah. and watch it. Yeah, just really well made. You know, it's that, that early, you know, Carl Holt, I mean, props to him, man. He did fantastic. He's, he's kind of following in that time-long tradition of, you know, first kind of film, low budget, but they're starring in it. They wrote it. You know, they did all this, directed it. Like uh, Carnival Souls, remember that guy? Herc Harvey, like we said, Peter Jackson, uh, Shane Carruth, who did Primer which is yeah. another great mm. film that we covered. Mm. Um, Cassavetti, Keaton, <coughs> Chaplin. I'm getting carried away here. but um, <laughs> Chaplin, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, um, the toy factory reminded me of Kenner, the Kenner building that made the Star Wars toys. I don't think that was where they did shoot it, but it looked very much like that. Okay. And it's just dawned on me, I know exactly what toy would come back and haunt me. It would have been my spy briefcase. Wow. And yeah. What, what was it? Just spy- have Frank. It had like a little like Luger and a secret compartment and a little my papers and a, some handcuffs and keys. <laughs> so All right, then. Back. Well, as it's a review, I don't think we mark it or anything like that. But no. I think it gets kind of um, top, um, top mark thumbs up from us. Is that right? Would you agree? Yeah. yeah. Unless- great little film. Great little. Yeah, it's definitely got cult status. I thought it was really, really it. great. I want to download see more it. stuff like, from Carl. You can download it from Amazon. It's only a few quid. Buy it, support it, tell everyone about it. Let's let's make Carl a bit of, well, let's make his money back for a start, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon he invested a lot of it, not just his life, but his soul into this. All right. Okay, well, I'll see you guys very soon where I am going to be ranting quite a lot about why everyone seems obsessed with changing the end of what happened to Charles Manson and his victims. Because I've seen five films which <laughs> all change the ending. What is going on with that? I will leave you with that thought. <laughs> Until next time. All right. All right, guys. Lighthouse.